Hi, and welcome to the What's Your Story podcast. I'm Missy Day. And I am Michelle Hausbeck. And with us today is a longtime friend, Annie Meadows. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you very much. I'm grateful to be here. You're welcome. We're glad you're here. Yes. So um, I was thinking this morning about you, and I was thinking about how many stories that I could talk to you about or so many things where you have blessed my life with your singing and one was in particular of when you and Leon Patillo mm -hmm. sang, and that was amazing. That was because I hadn't seen him since I was younger oh, wow. and seeing both of you together. But uh, so tell us a little bit about how you got started in your career of okay. singing Christian music. All right. That's pretty easy. Um, got saved out of witchcraft. I really don't share that testimony as much anymore now because I want to go forward with what Christ is doing in my life, not what Satan did before I became a Christian. And um, it started out with a word, courage. Um, God spoke a verse, Exodus 3.14, B, I am has sent me to you. It's what he told Moses when Moses said, who am I supposed to say sent me? But God said, that's exactly what you are to do, Annie. You are simply to go. And I'm one of the few, as far as I know, Christian artists that goes around the globe and I do not charge prices. Everything is on donation, honorariums. I am taken in by people and stay in their homes. They feed me just like when the disciples in the Bible went out. And I've gone around the globe simply because I am has sent me. Wow. wow, that's beautiful. So I continue to sing and I speak now uh, often, you know, in ladies' events and at ladies' teas and, and even in churches. I've been um, blessed to be offered the pulpit. Uh, it's like Stratham Baptist Church in London. Uh, some different churches around the country, uh, being able to even bring a message forth, wow. which is, is an honor for a woman to do so. But I always remain under the covering of the pastor. And before that, my late husband. Mm -hmm. So there you have it. And as you know, I've been on a sabbatical. And uh, But coming back. So what was it? Um, about the sabbatical that you decided that it was time? Well, I have a board of directors for Faith Runner, the ministry that I am under. And Felicity Cunningham is the chairman of the board. And so when Peter passed away in January of 2019, my husband died in my arms in our bed at home from leukemia. He was an incredible Christian man, head of our ministry, he was the financial director of University Medical Center, very busy man wearing many hats. Um, so it was a great loss. And I tried to keep going forward with the schedule that was in place. And my board brought me in a few months after that and set me down and said, you're going on sabbatical. And honestly, I didn't even know what the word meant. I'd heard it, but didn't really understand it. What do you mean by sabbatical? And Felicity looked at me and she said, you're stopping. I said, what am I supposed to do? She said, heal mm -hmm. and rest. And I said, but I need to keep going from the ministry and the Lord. And she said, no, you're stopping. And I said to her, how long? And she goes like this. 
three months, no, six months, no, nine months, it became four years. Wow. Because God made it four years. It was long. I've never was able to have children. My mother and father had died before that. I had lost a lot and was left in solitude. So I was left with the Lord. And I remember what Corey Tim Boone said, there is no pit so deep that God is not deeper still. And even though I kicked and screamed and cried and mourned and wept, I must have cried the first year every single day. But I found a place in God's presence and a relationship with the Lord that I never thought could be possible this side of heaven. And so that was the greatest thing that happened during the sabbatical. And now God made it clear that he wants to open the doors again, which he does. And I allow him to do that. I don't push the doors down. Um, he makes it very clear to me and speaks verses to me. There's times where God is silent. And even during the sabbatical, there were times where God was silent. But I have to remember that even though we can't see the sun if a cloud goes across the sun is still there. And so that's kind of where I'm at now, just going out and starting all over again. That's amazing. So where, so where do you like see yourself, let's just say a, a year from now, where do you think God will have you be? I think as I shared with my board, uh, singing has always been what people know me by. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel more that God has something to say through me and through the depths of what I've gone through, I have much to offer. And even in the last few days, I've gone through yet another deep trial. My brother came out the 1st of May to simply buy my brother's car. He flew out from Florida, was gonna drive it back. He was visibly not well. He's my much older brother, uh, love him. He eventually, I took care of him the entire month of May, practically. And then uh, he ends up in the emergency room and they find out that he has um, cancer, fairly bad. And we're praying for a miracle for him. But on Tuesday, just three days ago, I got him on a plane and I escorted him back to Florida. And then it was a long trek out to where he lives, uh, way out. I say it's, I call it where the crawdads sing, <laughs> the Spanish moss on the trees, beautiful lake right there, you know, and um, an unpaved road to go out to his home. And I stayed and I took care of him um, along with some family members and then made my way back 48 hours later last night, arriving back in Vegas. Uh, and knowing, knowing that I needed to be here for this podcast. You know, as, as humans, we're, we're so liable to say, you know, this has been a lot on me right now. I've got a lot going on. I've got jet lag. I'll probably have to put this off. Can we do it another time? I knew that God said to me this morning, be strong. Mm -hmm. I felt him say that to me. And I also was led to two scriptures. I really felt him speak to me, Esther 4.14, which in my uh, feeble mind, if I can remember, is um, perhaps you have been created for such a time as this. Mm -hmm. And then he reminded me of 1 Kings chapter 19, 
and verses 11 through 18 where Elijah has done so many marvelous things and defeated so many prophets and did all these great things in Israel. And then he is just undone and he runs and he goes into this cave and he literally wants to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. And God says, come out, I'm going to talk to you. So he goes out and waits and this wind comes by and breaks the rocks up and then this earthquake happens and then this fire comes but God was not in any of it then a still small whisper comes and God was in the whisper and Elijah just draws his cloak across his face because he's standing there in front of the God who created the universe and it's the strength that you get in your weakness that I believe God's trying to demonstrate in that story. So here I sit in my weakness in only the strength of God. And so I'm here for whatever reason. <laughs> Somebody out there needs to hear this today. Well, I think, you know, that you, I think of Shauna, I think of Patty Gore, I think of you lots of women of faith who've mm -hmm. lost their love of their lives, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And how do you go on from that and then go forward, yeah. you know, as a widow, right? You know, right when it happened, I'm really happy for what I did. I kept repeating over and over, I want to be better, not better. It became a mantra for me. I want to be better, not bitter. And I made a decision to do self-care which became soul care mm -hmm. and I know that God taught me these things it wasn't anything I believe I thought up in my own mind but I began to really care for myself and people say to me oh are you sleeping honey I'm worried you need to bring food are you eating you probably can't eat and but do you know I slept better and ate better than I had in a long time. I had spent a long time taking care of my husband 24-7. It was supernatural, Missy mm -hmm. and Michelle. It was supernatural. I was not sleeping much. I was not eating much. And for a year and a half after I got him out of the hospital, first I slept 32 days in a window seat wow. because I would not leave my husband. Then when I got him out of that hospital and brought him home, this was a diagnosis of two to four months, and most people with acute myeloid leukemia don't even make it six weeks. He lived for 12 and a half months, and I worked around the clock to take care of him. And so then I knew within myself, the Holy Spirit showed me, now is it time for you to strengthen yourself because you're not done. And so I started, even though I'm natural, and I've been natural for most of my life, I just put it on high drive with an exclamation point at the end of it. And I was sleeping and still do, eight to 10 hours a night. I, I have a whole regimen of what I do, and I wouldn't mind sharing just a little bit of that. Um, when I come downstairs, the first thing I do when I wake up is say, good morning, God. And I invite joy into my heart, even among the sadness. I know the sadness is important. We need to walk through the guilt and the, and the grief and all of the things that we feel that we're still alive and they're not. And we need to grieve and we need to display our grief to others 
so that they can see when we do rise that it was only God that could have brought us back. I start with a little bit of organic lemon juice and tepid water I drink down that cleanses your liver. And then I do a green jasmine mamaki tea. Mamaki, I wrote the story on it in Tea Time Magazine. I'm one of the writers for Tea Time and I wrote a story uh, recently on mamaki. And it's a healing, healing plant. I start with that every morning. I have my tea time with my black tea with the Lord. I eat very healthy. I eat a lot of raw vegetables and salads, a lot of vegan. Um, I'm not a full vegan, but I do a lot of vegan. I drink a lot of water. And I did that and my body being strengthened and having enough sleep allowed me to begin to rise and not just languish mm -hmm. in my body. It's very important that we attend to the temple that God mm -hmm. gave us. And so I would speak out to widows that you need to do that. And I did have an opportunity February 11th at Calvary Chapel Green Valley. My ministry was officially launched. My wonderful friend Amber Knapp and Pastor John Knapp launched me by having me speak for a, a widow's event. Many ladies came even that wanted to be in preparation. Mm -hmm. Some that just lost, some that had lost years back. And I received a lot of words from people that they are going to do this now and that they felt empowered to do something about the, the grief and, and the sadness and, and the unhealthiness that they're living in. And so I felt like I was doing something for somebody. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to do in ministry. We want to be effective, giving what God has given to us, what we've been taught supernaturally, and being able to go out to the masses and teach it. So that's where I'm hoping this goes. Awesome. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go home and make salads today, right? <laughs> well, you brought some things. Do you want to talk about these? Yes. Okay, yeah. let's talk about this one. The reason why I brought this particular CD, it was one of my earlier CDs, and it's a Celtic style, uh, bagpipes and flutes and, and uh, old you know that old Irish kind of sound uh, because... Uh, every year, uh, for the past several years, I have been very honored to present the tree lighting at Lake Las Vegas. And it's always the Saturday before Thanksgiving, so we're the first. This year it will be November 18th, 6 p.m. People fly in from out of state. The hotels fill up, the restaurants fill up. It is a lovely time, but this year it's Celtic Christmas. And I already have a lot of things in place. Nate Tannenbaum of Channel 8 News will be our Master of Ceremonies. Uh, I've been told that some other uh, major newscasts here in town will be coming on board with us. Um, I have hired a full, big bagpipe band with drummers. Felicity Cunningham and her Time to Dance dancers will be tapping on their tap boards again and bringing forth incredible dance. Uh, and of course, my special, I always have a special guest. I invite Kevin Chapman, Morris Chapman's son, mm -hmm. will be joining me as one of the singers. And it is just such a magical time for the children. I always make the children a part. We have Santa Claus there. 
And uh, like I said, the restaurants, it's a good t time to make um, reservation. It is such a wonderful time. So I wanted to bring that out and give that as a gift to you. So you can get ready, Missy get and Michelle. Ready. For that. I have never been to that, and that sounds amazing. Oh, it is amazing. Beautiful. And all free. Yeah. It's all a gift Love to the Christmas. community. Yeah. And it's, it's brief. It's like 45 minutes long, and we light That's the magnificent amazing. tree. And boy, does it make you ready for the holidays. Mm -hmm. It does. It's a very special event. Absolutely. So mm -hmm. yeah, I want everybody to know about that right away. This yeah. is the first time I'm announcing it in public. So give us the date again. November 18th, Saturday, the Saturday before Thanksgiving, 6 p.m. And uh, you've just got to be there. Yes, and get there early. Yes. yes. Yeah. All right. And what about this one? This was my Relentless. final, my seventh CD one of my favorites and it was the only cd where my husband was the main producer because Ooh. god had put that on him he did not want to do that he's always been the engineer but he did and it's a lovely cd and i believe that the title says it all relentless and god i've really found is truly relentless mm -hmm. amen yes all right and let's talk about this the adventure chronicles and you know as we shared as we were sharing a little bit chatting before the program my friend shauna brennan actually entitled that book we were uh in north carolina near the beach and i was sharing with her how i was going to release my compilation of children's stories that teach life lessons that teach language and history with stories about uh the characters I have created um, that reside in the north of uh, England on the border of Scotland. And she said, you have got to entitle it The Adventure Chronicles. And I did so. And so Shauna inspired that. That's awesome. And on the back are all the characters. Mm, it is a cool. beautiful book and ends with a credit. I wrote a lot of it while residing at Buckle Yeet Cottage in the north of England next to Beatrice Potter's Cottage. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, wow. And Perfect it's a kids' book writing. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> atmosphere. Every, yeah, everything can be found at the, at the faithrunner.org website. So, yes, I'm hoping people will contact me and I'm ready to go, as they say. So what type of topics, so if, if somebody wanted to reach out and book you for a speaking gig, what kind of topics are you offering for speaking? You know, I think I'm majoring now on coming out of grief, um, how to like the self-care, soul care kind of message. I'm very encouraging. That's one of my gifts is the gift of encouragement. And where I go, I want to spread joy and encouragement and for people to be enabled to go forward in their ministries, in their lives. I also speak greatly into marriages because my husband and I lived by the motto of the greatest union between two souls is two great forgivers. Mm -hmm. And so what I've learned in marriage and, and learning to live for better, for worse in sickness and health till death do us part and what that really means. So I speak to that too, but I'm also very um, capable of speaking to young people and, and also children and teenagers because I have that childlikeness in myself and I relate to them, especially book readings. 
I go to and libraries. I love to go to libraries and I go to libraries and read. So yeah, and leading worship, of course, number one, I'm a worship leader, mm -hmm. a contemporary Christian singer. And so I really am the package that brings encouragement and joy. I like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You've always been like that. I mean, I've always seen you as like um, this, like an angel really is Thank what, you. you know, you remind me of. And I'll never forget the first time when Fred, cause I was like, we're gonna go see Annie Meadows. And he said, do I know her? And I said, no, but just look for the lady that looks like this bright angel. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know, I had somebody say to me, and I don't, one thing I try not to do, because I do a lot of interviews and so forth, so you have to be careful not to toot your own horn, as my father would tell me to. <laughs> Let somebody else toot the horn for you, Annie. But I will say, I was honored by, I go to Hawaii for a lot of ministry, and I stay at the Moana Surfrider now. Um, I've always stayed with people, but since I became a widow, I treated myself. And my husband would take me to the Moana Surfrider in, back in the day. And they've become such family to me there. Mm. And one day I was out having breakfast and the one of the managers, uh, Ryan Liu, food and beverage manager, came and sat with me. And I said, you're so kind to me, Ryan. You all just make me feel like family when I come. And he said, Annie, I'm going to tell you, we love when you're here because we feel like a light has come in. And there's a joy that resides in the resort while you're here and all the employees feel it. I said, what a wonderful thing to say. And I thought, you know, that's a, that's a heavy mantle to carry, Lord. You know, because <laughs> then when I went through my grief, God told me, display it. When my mother came out and died on Christmas Eve, horrible. I remained fairly strong through that. My daddy right before that. Then when my cat, who was my 19-year-old child, I, was, I just was able. But when my husband died, he said, you display the grief. And I went to the depths. And I had to display it. And it was embarrassing most of the time. But then God showed me, how will people know when you rise to the top like cream, mm -hmm. how it happened? Mm -hmm. And I will be glorified. So even through that, I believe, I believe that God displayed a light. And I'm happy to carry that light. You know, I'm happy to do it. There's part of me that literally being so tired and jet lagged, even recently when I've gone through, just wants to say, why don't you just stop now, Annie? You just stop and live the good life. Go shopping with the girlfriends, have lunch, be the lunch girls and all that. But I, I'm compelled like the Apostle Paul, like Jeremiah, when he says it's a fire in my bones, I've got to minister. I've got to help people. And so I keep going. You're amazing. You are. Just the energy. <laughs> I'm a little mesmerized. I also, I, I guess I need to go home in the mirror and look at myself and say, you're amazing today. <laughs> I look at myself and I say, well, Lord, if you were always going to put me on a camera, could you maybe look like Julia Roberts? <laughs> Just keep going, Annie. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, it's an honor to have you here, and I'm so glad that you um, wanted to come and be a part of What's Your Story. And in our remaining time, 
um, again, if you would share with the viewers how they can get a hold of you. I'd love to do that. Uh, please don't hesitate to contact me if you need help. Uh, you can always call my ministry number 702-344-7345. Uh, also, if you would care to text that number, uh, we can text. Uh, if you go to my website, which is faithrunner.org, it's all one word, faithrunner.org, uh, you can email me there, and I answer everyone. You can find me on Facebook. I, I have the fan page, but I prefer my, my you know, my just my public page. Mm -hmm. And uh, send me a little text letting me know you're going to friend me, and then I will accept your friend request. I have a lot of ministry that I do on my Facebook page, mm -hmm. and that's the main reason for it. Um, I hope I see many of you at the tree lighting November 18th. I'm very approachable, and I always do a meet and greet afterwards with the people. And I go down the line of people and very approachable. So please don't hesitate to allow me to encourage you and speak into your life and just help you along the way. Awesome. Thank you. Thank Annie. you again for being here. Thank you. And if you want to see the beautiful and talented Annie sing her beautiful songs, please check her out at Lake Las Vegas for the kickoff for Christmas season. Absolutely. Can't Thank wait. you so much. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in today. We appreciate you.